I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome back to Canto Byte Dispatch. Today, I'm Brittany, and joining me today, as always, is my friend, Emily Lind. Hi, Emily. Hi, Brittany. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Pretty good. Just been sleeping all day because my body's like, Brittany, we're done with you. So here's a bunch of headaches. Oh, that sounds like fun. Uh, it has been. Like, you know, I've been getting like bad migraines for the past, like, two years it feels like and I'm like what the fuck am I doing am I like putting on makeup is it like makeup is it like you know is this something that I'm eating you know and I was you know kind of putting everything together and I realized oh yeah when I um switched job positions two years ago that's when my sleep schedule got all fucked up because like I work like both graveyards in different days so I finally think it's like these headaches are coming because my body's like dude you, you need to like sleep fucking normally or you, you need to like do normal things or like make your consist make your schedule either like consistently fucked up or just like axe it completely so i'm just like yay i have to deal with that so love it but how are you how's your week been um it was long and annoying but i just saw deadpool 2 and no spoilers because it just came out but it's fucking awesome (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I really, really, really want to bang cable. I know um, on Zencaster right now, for everyone who's listening, um, Emily's, because you can do like your name on, on Zencaster. Mine is like my username, which is like Brittany the Ginger. And Emily's is Emily loves cable. And then the first thing I told her, not even like hi, I was like, I want to fuck him too. <laughs> oh my God. Josh Brolin, man. I mean, I had seen pictures. And obviously saw him in the trailer. So, like, I knew he was ripped for this movie. But, uh, I don't know, maybe it's because I already have, like, a soft spot for Cable from a lot of the comics. Like, he's a character who, depending on the writer, can either be very boring or be a character that I care about deeply and love and want to give him a hug. But then Josh Rowland plays him, and I'm like, oh, I really badly want to have sex with you. Welcome to our Star Wars podcast. I mean, he's a beautiful man. Like, I feel like he's aged. Like, I feel like we like these men who just age so well. Like, Mendo ages really well. Josh mm-hmm. Rowland. I'm trying to think, like, who else? Michael Keaton. I don't know why I'm thinking of Michael Keaton. Probably because he was just in, like, that video of that commencement address he did that went viral. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Oh, it's pretty great. You should look it up. 
just look up Michael Keaton commencement mm-hmm. speech and you'll see it. You just need to see the last five seconds of it. <laughs> oh, that's great. But I will say go see Deadpool 2 and don't get spoiled for Deadpool 2 because I I would have thought going into this movie, oh, I don't care if I'm spoiled for Deadpool 2 because it's just going to be a fun superhero movie. But there's a lot of surprises in this movie. Oh, yeah, there is. I know uh, Rusty and my dad and I saw it last night and we just had such a fun time. And, you know, that's how it's supposed to be. Like when you go to the movies, like just like a fun, fun ass time. So I love those Deadpool movies, man. Like I'm loving how, you know, like I wonder how risky it was for Marvel when they started doing like these like rented R movies. But it's worked out great for them. Like people fucking love Deadpool. I mean, I just, I just think they're they're they they get that what Deadpool is, mm-hmm. and that is when I went to see the first one. I remember being like, "You can't, you can't do Deadpool as a movie well," because Deadpool is so firmly rooted in being a comic book and knowing it's a comic book, and how are you going to do all the fourth wall breaking? And it's just not going to be good. And I'm going to hate Ryan Reynolds. And I'm like, oh, no, this movie is brilliant. And I fucking love Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I know. Like, I really thought that this movie would just be like Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds for like two hours. But he does Deadpool so fucking well, like breaking the fourth wall. Like he just he does that. And it's so fucking funny. And it's just it's obvious how much affection he has for this character. Oh my god, I know. Like, the work that he did to get that first movie to happen because he wanted to do it so badly. I don't know, I really I really respect that, and it makes me like him a lot. Yeah, I agree. God, he'd been working on this since, like, 2011, 2012. Something like And then, you know, after the X-Men Origins Wolverine, it looked like he was, com- like, that stopped it dead because it was so terrible. Oh my god. But no, Deadpool 2 is good. If if you are even like remotely interested to see it, I would say see it sooner rather than later because it's a movie that's good to see in a crowded theater. Yes, I agree. Wow. Can you believe that the next time you're going to be in a movie theater, you're going to be seeing Solo? Yeah, that's weird. Um, yeah, so we're the, we're going to put this out like a day or two before Solo comes out. We're recording this on Friday, <laughs> the 18th. We know we record on Sundays. But um, yeah, we <laughs> wanted to do one more episode before... Before Solo. Yeah, just something that can get your hype train going fast. Yeah, um, the, um, the problem with that is I am feeling zero hype for Solo right now. <laughs> I I am too, because I'm like planning like uh, a bunch of things at once. So like when I'm d- when all like the events that I'm planning are like done 
then I can start being like, oh, fuck, it's solo. Plus, like, my birthday is on that next day, and I still have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. So (laughs) I'm thinking about that, but I just need to chill the fuck out and just be like, you're going to see a Star Wars movie. Enjoy it. And I mean, like, from what we've heard from the movie, like, it's going to be a fun time, but I really, I feel like nothing. And I almost feel bad, but maybe it's good that I feel nothing because when I see the movie, I'll feel like something or just be overwhelmed with emotions or, you know, maybe I won't. Maybe I'll walk out of the theater and be like, you know, like, I I didn't love this. Like, I like this, but I didn't love it. But what, what almost surprises me even more than me not being excited for it is... I don't I don't particularly care if I don't like this movie. I don't I don't either. Like with other Star Wars movies, I would be like really afraid like what if this is going to suck? Like what if I'm not going to like this? But with this one it's like I'm very neutral. Like I'm just like I could not like it or I could like it and it's not the end of the world because you know, everyone does these like countdown for solo posts and everything and I'm just like okay, cool. <laughs> But I don't know. Like, I, I kind of feel bad. But at the same time, I'm just like, well, this movie isn't really like I was never really a big like Han Solo person. Like when Han Solo died in The Force Awakens, I wasn't like sitting there sobbing. Like I was just like, holy shit, this happened. And I got over it in like two days, you know. But I know that Han Solo and Chewbacca mean so much to people, but not really to me. I mean, Han Solo means a lot to me, but I don't have that desire to see everybody like every little bit of somebody's backstory filled in because i have han solo in my head so i don't need it on screen and i don't want to be like oh nobody asked for this movie because like plenty of people want to see it Mm -hmm. it just it's just personally for me i'm like well I, i don't know i might end up loving the movie i might end up not i might just be like okay that was a movie but it's weird to not be excited for a Star Wars movie. <laughs> I agree. But it's so funny because y- you talk to, like, not normal fans, but just, like, just normal people. Like, I was um, at a family friend's house for, like, Father's Day, and I was talking to my dad's friend's daughter. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm really into Star Wars, and, like, there's a new one coming out soon. And she's like, oh, like there is was it coming out and i'm like literally two weeks from now (laughs) it's like people don't know about this movie and like people don't know like what it is where it fits and that's how like the majority people were with rogue one but like with solo i think like people are just so fucking confused they're like what is this why but i don't know like i mean look it's the it's this second it's you know had it came in second in most pre-sales for the year so i i think it's gonna do fine oh i'm not worried about that at all but um i just i don't know i'm just i hope i really i hope when you know the next time we record again it's us saying like oh my god i can't believe how much better this is than i thought it was gonna be i can't believe i wasn't excited for this i know i hope so too i hope we just sit there and laugh about shit that Lando and Chewbacca do or uh I don't know who else in the movie L3 Kira Val I'm excited for Val because uh 
the dress that she wore at the Canes was like fucking beautiful. Was that, that was a great that, dress? Yeah, the one with all the um, the action, the the yeah, yeah, the action figures. It was really, it was really neat. <sighs> She's amazing. I don't know though. I keep seeing like Alden, and I'm like, is that Han? But I feel like uh, you know, I've I've read like some reviews, and you know, all like some from some of our friends too, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, kind of like I'm not really worried about that, but like. I don't know. Just it's like I'm not excited. It's like, you know, I feel like I'm about to like be going on like a first date with someone and it's like I should be really excited for this, but I'm just like nah, I'm good. Like if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Like if the date calls and say, "Hey, I really can't make it." Like it won't be the worst thing in the world. That's a terrible analogy, yeah. but I think you get it. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Well, well, we did get some exciting news this week. We got some very exciting news this week. Some very exciting and surprising news. Surprise for sure, but a welcome one. God, I hope that's the actual quote. But um, it was announced on Wednesday on this Star Wars show that a Star Wars celebration in 2019 will be held in... Chicago. What the fuck? Oh my god, I'm so fucking excited. I love Chicago. I've traveled like all over the United States. And like one of the only places I've never been is Chicago. <laughs> so I'm really excited. I'm very thrown off that it would be in Chicago because I really thought that Disney would be like, oh, hey, Galaxy's Edge is opening. We should kind of do both at once. But I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they're not going to finish it um, in that time period. Maybe it's going to be like late 2019, like near like episode nine release. But I'm excited. Like, I love I want to travel to more places now since I'm almost done with college. Like, I'm just like, I'm bored. Let's do something. (laughs) But Oh my god. Chicago. I'm well, I'm excited for lots of reasons. One, it means it's only like a three hour flight for me instead of like a six hour flight. Um, it, it's gonna be cheaper and it means I can go visit my parents because they live a couple hours away. And there's actually there's a commuter train that runs from Chicago to South Bend and then uh, my parents live like 40 minutes from South Bend, so you can drive and pick me up at the airport there. And so I'll get to, to, get to go home. Aww. I'll get to see my Star Wars family, and then I'll get to see my family family. That's wonderful. You see that? Like, that makes me really happy. Like, I've been processing this for the past couple of days. That literally yesterday, I finally was like, holy shit, I'll get to see Emily at this. <laughs> we're finally gonna get to meet oh my god well dude before we recorded i was sleeping i had a dream that i was like in new york for some reason and like we met and then like i had to go back because i didn't have my podcasting gear and then you're like god damn it Brittany, (laughs) (laughs) we have to record an episode and i was like okay and then i went back i went back to wherever the fuck i was staying and then i was like in the car and i'm like fuck i forgot my podcasting gear (laughs) uh don't you hate when you have those dreams where it's like you need to get something, and then like you can't you you, fi- you can't find it or you forget it, or like you're on a time crunch. 
Yeah. I I have those dreams like all the fucking time and I wake up and I'm stressed and I'm like, I don't need this in my life right now. But no, I'm really excited. It's really funny because like uh, my little brother was so mad at first that it was in Chicago. Like he 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 likes he liked the fact that it would probably be in Anaheim because like he knows the area and everything. And like I'm the total opposite where I'm like, dude, it's gonna be like a fun experience, like a new place we've never been to. Like, you know, we'll go on a plane. It'll be fine because I'm really good at uh, planning shit, like, you know, planning flights and if like finding like the cheapest flights and everything and finding, you know, shit to do. So like I was so hyped up and he's like, I don't know if I want to go. And I'm like, you're going. Shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's insanity. I know. Like I told him all the people that he would meet and our, our friends are already like on it and already planning and I'm so impressed. I'm so happy. Like we already have a place to stay. We have, you know, mostly everything figured out. Like I know that I'm going to get, <laughs> Oh, bless you. Was that Sorry. a sneeze? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it sounded like a, <laughs> no, not like that, but it was like, <laughs> I can't do noises today. But, um, what was I saying? Um, yeah, like we're both talking about either because I know uh, I want to get like a pass for like all the days, but I don't know if I want to go like because it's a Thursday through Monday. Yeah, that's very strange. I've never heard of one going on to a Monday before. Maybe they're going to like have a whole day for like animation or like Dave Filoni's horse shit. That's what I keep telling everyone. But um, I don't know how they're going to do it. But I would love to have like a day or two just like to walk around and not like the show floor or whatever, but just, you know, see what the fuck's up with Chicago, like do stuff, eat stuff, see stuff. And I'd like to I mean, I haven't been to Chicago in a really long time. I used to go like quite a bit when I was little because, I mean, we'd you know, you'd have like school field trips uh, or, you know, I'd go to the the Art Institute with my grandmother um, fairly often. Or, you know, just family trips because, um, like, we used to just go to to Chinatown to, to have dinner with my grandfather or stuff like that. And there's an awesome aquarium there. Um, and the Museum of Science and Technology is great. And the Field Museum. And the Planetarium. Like, I kind of like, oh, I kind of wish the convention was just, like, three days or something. And then I could... Have just a couple of days like, going to go see the fish. The fish? Like the, the aquarium. Oh, yeah. I want aquarium. Head aquarium's awesome. I want to go to a fucking aquarium. Like, I was on the phone with, uh, with Boo the other night, just like <laughs> looking up things to do in Chicago. And I'm like, there's a fucking aquarium. Like, I, I just, I'm in, I just, uh, it's, it's a huge aquarium. I want to go to it. I want to go it's to like, all the aquariums. It's like one of the biggest in the world. And they have beluga whales. What? Yeah. They have belugas. Oh, my God. I've only seen beluga whales at SeaWorld. Now I have to go. These are special love- beluga whales. I love the belugas. They make me so happy. They just look so... They look always look like they're smiling. I love the type of dolphin that like looks like a big whale, but it's still considered a dolphin, and it's like gray. I forget what those are called. 
Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what they're called. I don't know either. But those ones are nice. Have you ever pet a dolphin? No, I do not believe so. (laughs) I remember I was at SeaWorld once and like this kid was petting a dolphin and they're like, what does the dolphin feel like? And he said, a hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll just, I'll never forget that. Just that, that a dolphin feels like a hot dog. (laughs) Mm, But, um. And they yeah. have this one, which is like like a like a, it's like a walkthrough thing. So it's like they're all around you. So there's like s- sharks swimming over your head and shit. Oh yeah, that's cool. Oh, man, SeaWorld has one of those. I need to go back there sometime. They just and they have penguins. Penguin. Ooh, oh, do they have just like the app? Like, what kind of penguins do they have? Do they have like the mixture of penguins? Like, you have like the app. African penguins, you have like the emperor penguins, you have like the uh, the puffins, like you know, that's a good question. And I don't know because I have not been there for a very long time. I just remember they had penguins. Let's see what kind of penguins they have. This is very important. Oh my god, you can do something called a penguin encounter. Oh, I've done that at SeaWorld. Ten out of ten would recommend to my friends. What is it? Chicago? Okay, well, I'm not paying. I'm not. I'm not paying ninety dollars to meet a penguin. This is like a Chicago version of SeaWorld, but without the rides. Well, it's also not as evil. That's true. I don't know. I just. I. I understand the whole. You know, the hate for SeaWorld, but it's like I have a soft spot for it because, like, I grew up there. But at the same time, it's like I definitely feel for the animals. So I almost hate promoting something that's like, so not promoting it, but I hate just kind of being like, oh, yeah, SeaWorld, even though it's like, yeah, Ooh, you can adopt an animal. Let's adopt a fish, Emily. Can I adopt a sea otter? Because I would rather adopt an otter. Okay, we can name it Cantobite or we can name it Mendo or both. It could be Mendo and then last name is Cantobite. <laughs> It's not a bad idea, isn't it? Here, let me let me look into this. Okay. Adopt an animal, okay? Wait, no, where'd it go? I just saw it. Fuck. Let me adopt you. Okay, wait, adopt an animal. Adopt an animal today. Okay. Um Okay, I'm pressing on it. It's still loading. We're going from a Star Wars podcast to an animal adopting podcast. I hope all of our listeners decide to adopt an animal today. What can we adopt? Um, oh, there's a penguin on the very. There's a do, there's adopt a penguin, adopt a dolphin, adopt a beluga, adopt an otter, adopt a shark, or adopt a sea turtle. So, I feel like we we each can adopt something. Like you can adopt a beluga, and I can adopt a penguin because I think penguins are yeah. cute. I mean, you know, you don't get to name them, right? Like they're already na- there. You're just helping support animals that are already there. I don't give a shit. I'm naming it. <laughs> okay. What would you name your beluga whale? Frank. That's a good fucking name. Oh, why 
is this page still loading? I would like to. Oh, now it is. Okay, wait. And I would name my sea otter Winston. You're so good with names. God damn. I couldn't even name 20 fucking porgs. And here you are shooting out all these good names. I wonder what animals are here. You know what? I don't think we're helping people with their Han Solo hype. We're we're helping them with animal hype. Well, I mean, okay. So there are those people out there. You know, there are people like me out there who get like nervous before like seeing a movie because they want it to be really good. So maybe what we're doing is that we're distracting them from feeling like, oh, fuck, there's a movie coming. Ah, And then being like, oh, wow, cute animals that you could adopt. Amazing. Wow. But animal facts. You want to learn an animal fact? Sure. Okay. Let's learn some animal facts. Okay. Okay, wait. I want to hear a, I want to hear a fact, damn it. Okay. So, fun fact about a beluga whale is that underwater, they can hold their breath for 20 minutes. That's great. Uh the largest beluga whale living at shed weighs about 2100 pounds. That's a lot. Shed has led or contributed to more than 20 studies on beluga whales. Okay. Uh, A beluga pregnancy is 14 to 16 months. Fuck that. Oof. Did it say how long beluga whales live? Um. Oh, never mind. Google told me it's 35 to 50 years. And a newborn is about five feet long. That's like me. I'm like five foot four. I'm a, I'm very short. Emily, you're like five nine. Eleven. You're five eleven. I'm a little over five eleven. Dang, Emily. Emily's tall. Emily's gonna like we're gonna meet and like I'm just gonna be like, whoa, Emily's very tall. Off to wear heels. I meet Emily. So are you gonna cosplay as anything at uh, celebration? I am seeing if it's feasible to do a Ventress cosplay. Um, I I asked on on Twitter and Sal is going to scope out to see if he can help me find like a good um, price on some lightsaber hilts. Oh, nice. Because that's like the thing with that costume is you can't really do it without sabers. And I can't drop a shit ton of money on a costume I'm gonna wear once. So I have to I have to consider if that's like actually something I can afford to do or not. Hmm. That's really awesome of Sal to help you out. He's amazing. Yeah, I'm 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 happy he he was willing to do that. And I'm going to, if I can't do that, then I'll probably do like some sort of femme Krennic thing. That'd be beautiful. I'm here for that. I'm here for the capes. I know. I forgot to tell you. Well, no, I I texted you this like about like a week ago or two. Uh, When I was at the uh, Star Wars, uh, Disney thing, the Disney After Dark, the Star Wars night or whatever. Uh, there was a person dressed up as um, Director Krennic. 
And without even thinking, I just start yelling, Mendo! And then he didn't turn around, and I was like, Gee, I wonder why. Well, first of all, because that's not what everybody calls him or anything. (laughs) Well, okay. There was a chance that maybe he was one of us, and he understood that who Mendo was. Because there's a very select few of human beings on this planet, like a very awesome amount of human beings who know director Krennic and actor Ben Mendelsohn as Mendo. Yeah, it's a pretty small proportion. I mean, yes and no, but then it's like that'd be really cool if like you bonded over Mendo or just knowing Mendo. It's like, you know, like when you when you kind of like have a joke and like nobody gets it and then like finally you meet someone that gets it and then you're like this is the best. Like that's that's how it is like when you find your Mendo Men, me, Mendo friends, me, Mendoians, uh, Mendo, uh, I don't know. But, um, what are you, uh, looking forward to most in Solo? Mclando. What are you least looking forward to in Solo? I I don't think I'm going to like Han. It's fair. How about you? Uh, most looking forward to. I want to be surprised with the with the story. Like I want to be able to connect with these characters and get to see a side of Han that I've never seen before. And what I'm not looking forward to is um. I don't know, just excessive humor. Like, I, you know, like, one of my complaints, like, the very, like, you know, most recently with, like, uh, the Marvel Universe and, like, the Marvel movies is I almost feel like they they add, like, too much humor. Like, I definitely think that um, watching Infinity War for a second time, I really think that, you know, they could really overdo it with, like, the jokes and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid that, you know, since this, this is going to be a more, like, relaxed film, like, not, like, really a war film, like Rogue One was, or, you know, something like the episodic trilogy, like, I'm worried that maybe they'll just try to add, like, too much humor, or, but I don't really know um, Ron Howard as a director, like, I've never really seen his work, like, I, um... So, I don't know, but I feel like that's for the best because I never saw Ryan Johnson's work before The Last Jedi, and I was completely blown away of, you know, the cinematography and, like, all that shit, and just the whole, just how, scene by scene, you know, like, there was new things that, you know, he put into Star Wars that no one else had done before, and, uh, I don't know, but I'm trying to think of another question to ask, um... Uh, I don't know. It's hard because we're both very like meh about this movie. Like it's kind of funny, kind of sad, but no. Yeah, well, fuck it. How, how many times do you think you're going to see the movie? I mean, it d- depends if it's any good. I don't. I uh, right now I'm planning on the once. Yeah. 
if I really like it, I might see it one more time. I, I, I doubt I'd see it more than that. Hmm. Who, um... Other than Lando, who would you fuck? Paul Bettany. That's a good answer. He has a cape, and he's evil. I mean, that's about all that I need, really. Who would you marry? Besides Lando? Yeah, Lando's like out because Lando's uh, like a good participant. L three, I guess. That's fair. Who would you marry? That you just asked me that, oh, and I said L three. Sorry, who would you kill? Eh, Kira, maybe. Not John Favreau's character. No, he's a cool little monkey dude. So what kind of character do you think Kira will be in this? <sighs> okay, here's the thing. I don't think she's a very good actress. In terms of range. Okay. So I don't know. So, how are you going to feel if, like, she's legit going to be, like, just, like, the love interest of Han in this whole movie? Well, I'm going to be super annoyed until she, like, betrays him at the end. You think she's going to do that? Well, either that or she dies, or both. Yeah. I hate that so far, like, whatever happens in this movie, like, genuinely won't surprise me. And I say that now, and I'm going to get out of the movie and be like, I wasn't expecting this. You know, like going to Infinity War, then, you know, I don't want to spoil Infinity War yet. I feel like people still haven't seen that movie. I feel like part of the reason I'm having problems, like getting excited is. And maybe this will be different, like once I'm actually in the theater and like getting to know these new characters. But in terms of the characters we know, Han and Chewbacca. Baka and Lando, there aren't any stakes in this movie. Mm -hmm. Which is the inherent problem in doing a movie like this. Yeah. I don't know. Like, and I mean, I guess you could have said the same thing about Rogue One, and I ended up really caring about not all, but at least some of the characters in Rogue One, but I don't know. I just. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed the concept of Rogue One like a hundred times more than like the concept of like Han Solo. Like the fact that, you know, these people were getting the plans of the Death Star and, you know, we get to see the Imperial side and especially we got to see like Darth Vader again. Like that was fucking huge to me. And, you know, like obviously I whenever I see, like, news about Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, I fucking flip out. Even if it's a terribly written TMZ article that I regret, <laughs> I'm gonna call myself out here and apologize. So, 
on Thursday morning, there was this uh, article in TMZ that came out about um, the Obi-Wan Kenobi film. And, I, you know, if you know me um, personally, you know that I'm really big on celebrity pop culture. Well, not as big anymore, but I read TMZ religiously. It's an addiction. I know. It's stupid. Whatever. Let's go on. So I was on my work break and... Uh, I had like a really bad migraine that day too. So, and I'm incorporating that in my uh, judgment of of uh, the, the article. So, uh, I see uh, that, what was it? Just basically that, you know, that they, uh, they were going to do the movie. They have a director. And I sent it to Emily and I was like, holy fuck. I know it's TMZ, but Obi-Wan Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi news. And then I go on Twitter. Then <laughs> you see everyone else just basically shitting on the article and then basically they copied and pasted uh a plot from or the um the plot from the kenobi book that came out in like the uh late 2000s so um well it also i mean if you actually read the synopsis it's not a synopsis that any movie company would ever use to actually describe their movie to be fair though um i i don't think that tmz was literally copying and pasting the synopsis that's just no literally it says the synopsis reads as follows i don't know though like i I viewed that as that's how TMZ writes. Like I've been reading TMZ since I was 12 or 13 years old. That's how that's like the TMZ slang. So from what I was reading, I thought that was just a TMZ writer, just, you know, not copying and pasting. But, you know, I see that. I don't know, because I, I admit I'm gullible. I I read that and. You know, seeing myself getting so excited over a fucking TMZ article really shows that I am more excited for a Kenobi film than I'll ever be for Solo. And, you know, that's okay. Like, I, I and I know that what the fuck are you going to do with a Kenobi film? But, you know, that's one of my favorite characters of all time. And, you know, and that's how people feel about Solo, too. And I'm so fucking happy that these people are finally getting a, you know, a Solo film. And I'm happy, too. I'm ecstatic that we're getting more Star Wars. But, you know, I, I'm i not as excited. And that's okay. And my judgment is terrible. And I will never, I will, I will never believe a TMZ article for Star Wars stuff again. They're usually write about celebrity pop culture stuff. So I will, I will stick to that. But yeah, never, never again, Brittany. Never again. Or just don't send it to me. Yeah, I. <laughs> I was wait, Emily. You should have just called me out on my bullshit. You should have just been like, Brittany, you fucking stupid. What are you doing? I, I was trying to be nice. Emily, don't be nice to me. I deserve it. I deserved whatever. I, I deserved it. I was being an idiot. You tell me we're we're friends, Emily. You can tell me when I'm being an idiot because. That's a lot. <laughs> I know I knew because you replied with just cool and then a period at the end. And I'm like, oh, no, what have I done? <laughs> uh, but yeah, just just call me out on my bullshit next time. 
I I I deserve it. Oh, but yeah, I apologize to everyone who who thought that I believed that or no, I didn't really say anything to anyone, but nah, I just I apologize that I, I to the fandom and to the community that I believed a TMZ article about Star Wars news. Forgive me, fandom. I failed you. But um so, what are you most excited about for uh, Celebration Chicago? The only thing I really care about is, like, seeing all my friends. Like, yeah, it'd be awesome to, like, get into a really cool panel, to, like, either see stuff about Nine or to see stuff about the live-action TV show. But... The thing is, like, about those panels is, yes, like, don't get me wrong, like, it's awesome to be in a room like that and to feel that, like, energy and the vibe. But, I mean, in terms of that information, it'll all be there immediately afterwards. And so, I just want to see people and hang out and geek out about Star Wars and, you know, like, stay up all night with my friends yeah, I agree. Like after cuz you usually like when something like this is announced, like I just go like fully into planning mode. Like I sit down with my brother and discuss like finances and all that fun shit. And then like I have to take a day or two to be like holy shit, I get to meet my friends that I've been talking to like online for almost a year now. Like it's crazy to think that, you know, cuz I got into this like fandom because i started calling into uh steel wars live live shows when he used to do those and that's how i met everyone and i get to meet these people because of this community and that it's amazing like i in my life would be so different if i never got into listening to star wars podcasts and that's like crazy to me like my life has changed in like so many like beautiful ways because of, of this and it's amazing. Yeah. And like some of our some of our friends from Australia are planning on coming out. Um like Charlie Ashby's gonna try to make it over as well. Um he's in the UK. And I don't know, I'm just I'm it's gonna be really fun times. We're dragging Catherine here. <laughs> We're gonna like She's fucking adorable. And Catherine, if you're listening, I know you're nervous, but you're coming. We're we're gonna we're gonna get you to come and you're bringing your You cat. have to come. You have to come because somebody needs to bring me Vegemite. Vegemite. Is it good? I fucking love it. If you uh, it depends on your tolerance for salty food. I like my salt. But I like it. And what you don't do is what people do like when they were like testing it and stuff on other podcasts that we listen to which is like take a huge glob of it and spread it on a cracker no it's used you spread a thin layer over like some butter hot buttered toast yeah i thought that's how you do it like i've seen people just like go ham on the vegemite it's delicious like yeah no you don't want like a huge fucking spoonful of it it's not like you're eating it like nutella nutella is overhyped Okay, well, you can go fuck yourself. Okay. All right, guys. Have a good night.
Um, I don't know. I used to have, I used to eat like a uh, Nutella and peanut butter sandwiches and like those were good, but like, I th- I think I just need to expand my Nutella horizons and put Nutella in different things because I don't know. I'm. It's good on ice cream. Oh, really? It's good. It makes really good hot chocolate. Are you a, ch- a like a, a chunky peanut butter person or are you like a creamy ch- peanut butter person? I used to be a creamy peanut butter person, but now I'm a chunky peanut butter person. How? How do you do that? The, I, I, I need some actual texture. That's fair, I guess. And I think I just, I, I think I liked smooth when I was a kid because that's what we always had. Mm-hmm. So that's what I grew up on. But now I like chunky. Did you vote in my face, or not Facebook, my Twitter poll the other day of, um, eating fried chicken with ketchup yes of course i did because who the fuck puts ketchup on fried chicken (laughs) well apparently like okay so thank first off thank you for everyone that voted because like this was a serious question i first off i don't do this and if you do that's okay but no it's not (sighs) no i just don't understand it's it's i just it's one that i never i would never even think of doing it like chicken nuggets okay but even then, why would you do that when there's like barbecue and sweet and sour or honey mustard? Yeah. So it was 48 people that voted and 90% said no. So I think that's like three or four people or four or five people that said yes. And I know one of those one of those people and I don't want to I, I don't want to. Do I what you mean your boyfriend? <laughs> I don't want to confirm or deny that. But. That's okay, but I I was like dumbfounded. Like I I was on the phone with this person and like they said like fried chicken and and ketchup and I was like, ew. Like I get like, you know, people that eat like chicken strips with ketchup. Like I'm I'm one of those people. But like with the bone, like I don't know about that. But it's it's okay. Like I it's okay if you like that. Uh, you know, if you're one of those people it's just, it's, I mean I would say, in general, good fried chicken doesn't eat anything. Yeah. But if you're going to add something, it's either going to be, like, if you're having, like, a sit-down meal with, like, mashed potatoes, like, gravy. Okay, fine. Yeah. Perfectly fine. Obviously, chicken and waffles, you have some syrup on there, fucking delicious. Or hot sauce. Hot sauce on fried chicken, awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I thought I would love to hear people's like weird food combinations or what they think is like weird. Do you have any like weird food combinations? Oh yeah. Um, peanut butter and mayo sandwiches on white bread are fucking delicious. Uh, uh- I know, I know. This is one, and it's not something I ever grew up eating. It's something I actually tried because somebody said, "Hey, I know this sounds disgusting, but you get white bread, you get chunky peanut butter, and you get like some, and it's got to be, it's it's got to be mayo, not Miracle Whip. Normally, I'm a Miracle Whip on sandwich person, but it doesn't work in this particular case. But peanut butter, mayo, white bread. Um, I don't want to insult the person that came up with this but were were they inebriated or were they enhanced in any way this is apparently like a thing <sighs> Let me look it up 
Mayo and peanut butter sandwich. Oh god, they put le- it's like it's like a southern thing. They put lettuce in it too. I don't put lettuce on mine. I can't. And I know and I know um like peanut butter and pickle is a big thing and that sort of had this like research lately. And then Chuck Wendig was was tweeting about it a lot and a lot of people were trying it. But I don't have pickles, so I didn't try that. Oh god, I ugh. like a 60s like thing. You know what? It sounds fucking disgusting. Don't get me wrong. I realize it sounds fucking disgusting. And, and you know what? Frankly, it is kind of fucking disgusting, but in a really delicious way. That's good. Yeah, I, I would love to hear our listeners like weird food combinations. Um, what, what about you? What's some of yours? Do you know the restaurant soup plantation? I've never been to one. So they're also called soup sweet tomatoes or I think so they used to have this like chocolate pudding that was like really good they don't have it anymore unfortunately and they have these like pizza bread things and I would dip the pizza bread in the chocolate pudding and it was so fucking good okay you need to tell me what the pizza bread is it's like pizza bread it's like pizza but it's like little little uh just small like on like a french bread yeah like french bread pizza yeah, or it's like just like little tiny slices. It's like you know, like but it's got like it's got like pizza sauce and cheese and pepperoni and shit. Eh, just like it's just like cheese. It has like it doesn't have too much sauce, so it has too much sauce. So- not too much sauce. It's like really doughy bread. I'm a whore for bread, by the way. Um, and like cheese, and I would like dip it in the chocolate pudding, and it was really good. It got, like, kind of annoying, though, because, like, people would, like, fucking stare and laugh at me, which is, fuck you. Don't laugh at a fucking child eating food. Like, I <laughs> I, I get it. Like, I get it's fucking weird. But if you're a grown-ass, like, I still remember this. If you're a grown-ass man and you're laughing at a fucking child for what you're eating, go fuck yourself. Like, seriously. But let me eat my fucking weird. Oh, Siri, I'm not talking to you. She said, seriously, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Siri. Whenever I used to answer the phone at work, she would always be like, okay, I'm here. What's up? And I'm like, no, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to I was talking to the people on the phone. But yeah, I'm trying to think of like weird other like food combinations. I think that's like mostly it. But I'll let you know if I ever find a weird food combination pairing that i'm like this is great but yeah the fried chicken and ketchup one like threw me the fuck off also peanut butter and carrots have you ever heard that no that seems strange yeah i mean i guess i don't know i don't necessarily know it's a it's not that different than peanut butter and celery i know but like chunky peanut butter and carrots that's just too much like crunching well then see that's when you that you don't need like crunchy peanut butter for things like sandwiches smooth peanut butter is for like dipping Uh, yeah i don't know i i don't i don't know what's your like food that you're a whore for that you can have like i mean uh, tortilla chips that's like chips one. and salsa, or chi- but really like cheese, probably cheese. That's good. Like really, really sharp cheddar. 
or like any hard like crumbly cheese. I love Parmesan. That's a good one. Man, we are just doing anything to not talk about Star Wars today. I mean, it's it's our podcast. Like it's called the Candle by Dispatch. We're, we're dispatching all information, such as Star Wars, beluga whales, food pairing, well, yeah. and also like what? There's nothing to talk about at this point. Literally nothing. I mean, in terms I- of news, like everybody's on spoiler lockdown for Solo. We haven't seen Solo yet. Yeah, it. Ugh. There's only so much you can talk about, like what you're feeling about going to go see a movie. Yeah, like we're beyond the that we were beyond the news stage. We're beyond the like, oh, there was a new trailer stage. What are you gonna wear? The fuck do you mean? What am I gonna wear <laughs> to solo? When you go see the movie, you're going to wear, like, a special shirt or something? I don't know. I have, like, 50 billion Star Wars podcast t-shirts. I'll probably wear one of those if I remember. (laughs) I always think about these things. What am I going to (laughs) wear? What are you going to wear? I don't know. Last time time I wore my pork shirt. The one that that Steel did the pork and pork and pork and pork. Oh, which is funny because that's how I ended up meeting Heath. Oh, yeah, because he was like, I see someone wearing a, wearing a pork, pork, and pork shirt. And you're like, is it yellow? And I'm like, I think that's me. <laughs> Dude, fucking deep, man. I'd love to meet him. I I can't wait to meet, like, everyone. And then I get to meet Eric Struthers in, like, a week. Oh, I'm so jealous. I get to feel the luscious blonde hair. And if you don't know Eric, you should listen to his podcast, The Bad Motivators, which he does with our other friends, Dallas and Luke. And it's quite good. And he's also on the Sith list, which That's is right. a great podcast. And you should check that out. And then um, my, my dad opened my door for some reason. So I'm going to close it real quick. So I'll be back in like 10 seconds. Fill in the time when Brittany is gone. This is very exciting. Better cut this audio out. I'm gonna keep it in. I'm gonna keep it in. I did have a drink to go with my Deadpool evening, so. I was gonna, because I, I think I have some um, sparkling wine in the fridge, but I kind of like tasted it like the other night. And I'm like, I don't know if this is for me. Because like some wines are like great by itself, but like, I don't know, like sometimes you need like food or something. Or if it's like champagne and you need some like orange juice or like some lots of other things too. But I don't really drink a lot much anymore, but I know my liver will be doing wonderful things this next week because holy fuck and then steel show is next saturday and it's at scum of villainy cantina in hollywood go 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 there's like only a limited tickets because 
Steel is fucking awesome. And his shows are so great that all people across the United States and everywhere are like, oh my God, we have to go to this. And it's all because Haas from Blue Harvest is going to be there. No kidding. But that's also going to be a fun show because there's going to be like Kyle Newman, Maude Garrett, Haas, Steel. But um, do you want to get to uh, email or we have a top three this week? We do, but I haven't thought about it at all, so. Hmm. Do you want to just wait until next week? It's up to you. Um, I don't know, sure. I guess I can, I can think of something on the spot. I already have some things in mind, because I think I know the premise of this email. But, um, yeah, it's up to you. Do you want to read it? Okay. Okay. All right. Who, who's who? Who's it from? Why? Am, uh, shouldn't you be the one to read this one? <laughs> I, I haven't read it yet. But okay, I'll read it. Okay, so um, since it's from your boy, this is this is from my boy, um, Carlos from the Seth list. Um, here, let me read it. Oh God, it's all. Oh God, oh God, it's a it's a long one. Okay. I'm going to laugh hysterically while reading this. So he says, hello, Canto Bite ladies. <laughs> okay. Shut up, Brittany. Shut up. Read this email. Okay. <laughs> I'm like a 12-year-old girl right now. Please excuse me. Okay. Let me start off by saying that I love this show and your chemistry is my favorite part. I have been wondering what your top three lines in Star Wars are. Mine are the following. Uh, number three, I'm um, one of the force of horses with me. Trit from Rogue One. Okay. Um, two, Yoda, fear is a path. To- That's a good one. Fuck. Okay, fear is a path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. He says that in The Phantom Menace. It is his, or his number one is fucking in Revenge of the Sith when Palpatine is like killing Mace Windu and he's like, unlimited power, which I don't want to insult anyone's like favorite Star Wars quotes. Don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong. But out of like all the things in Star Wars, <laughs> that's his favorite quote. <laughs> but whatever. Okay, so th- he says more. So he says, I have anything that Chewie says is an honorable mention just for shiggles. I guess shits and giggles. I don't know. I also have a Mary Fuck Kill to submit for this week. <laughs> I I guess are we are we doing this too? I mean, we already fucking started it, so Okay. Okay, so the people in this are Kira and Raholdno and Padme. Okay. Um I would marry Kira, fuck Padme. Good answer. And kill Admiral Holdo. Nothing against the Admiral. She just ended up getting short end of the stick. She's a pretty lady. <laughs> I love the way she handles herself. Padme is a beautiful woman who doesn't take any shit and isn't afraid to get her hands dirty. Damn straight. Although I don't think she would be the most fun. <laughs> My boyfriend sent this email. I'm so proud. Okay. Although I don't think she would be the most fun in bed, but I certainly wouldn't kick her out of my bed. <laughs> okay, now we come to Kira. The confidence that she 
excludes is sexy and the icing on the cake that is that she already is really fucking sexy. Insert chewy sexual growl. Good luck answering my question and keep up the great work. Carlos Buarguel. Thank you. Um, friend and fan of the podcast. I, I appreciate you emailing us and I really think just thank you. So, Emily, <laughs> sorry, Emily, you've been probably cringing to yourself for the past five minutes now, but um, do you have, we're going to start off with the top three. So do you have the top three favorite Star Wars quotes? Um, let me think. Well, I mean, this has been said by me many times, but how you doing, Chewbacca, is my favorite line in all Star Wars. Um, it's hard to beat um, I love you, I know, in any of its iterations. And then... Um, Oh, uh, just a second. I got to get the exact wording of it. The um, the exchange between uh, Krennic and 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 Galen when they're taught when when he's when when Galen's like you're you're confusing peace for for terror and and Mendo's well you've got to start somewhere. <laughs> Fucking Mendo. Um, yeah, those are good ones. Um, because hmm. I have my number three and number one. Like, I've known my number one for, I think, a while. Because I, yeah. But my number three is, uh, the fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. And Yoda says that. And I feel like that's an important quote that kind of foreshadows. Yeah, that's a good one. It definitely foreshadows the events that are going to happen throughout the trilogy. And I think that was like genius of George to, you know, include that in the fandom menace, you know, while Anakin is like, you know, doing the, not the trials, but like when he's like in that room and they're kind of determining whether or not he's going to be a Jedi. Um, My number two, I'm trying to think of like the first thing that pops into my head. Um... I, one of the things that popped in my head was, um, after in Revenge of the Sith, when, uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin are fighting and, like, he chops off the legs and the whole, you know, you were the chosen one, you were, you know, let me get the whole quote. So, okay, so he says, you were the chosen one, it was said that you would destroy the Sith, not join them, bring balance to the Force, not leave it in darkness. You were my brother, Anakin. I loved you. Oh, fuck. That's hard. And then, um... Uh, Return of the Jedi. I want to get this quote right. Um... My number one is in Return of the Jedi when, uh, after Yoda dies and Luke kind of uh, is chilling with Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan says, you're going to find that many of the truths we clean cling to depend greatly on our own point of view 
And I think that was a really good quote because it kind of explained like why Obi-Wan it didn't like lie to Luke about like not knowing his father, like who his father really was and everything, but kind of led Luke to the path that, you know, Vader and Anakin are like two separate people and that Vader did kill Anakin Skywalker. Like, I think that, I think Obi-Wan was so wise and I get that people think that like Obi-Wan was just like a fucking liar and why couldn't he just, you know, tell Luke in the first place that, oh yeah, like that dude is your dad. Like, I feel like Luke needed to learn that himself. And I feel like that helped him in the process of becoming a Jedi. Because, you know, if he would have found that out in the first movie, you know, it would have been like shock and denial. And then he would have like tried to save Vader like in the very beginning and he would have just like fucking died, you know? Like think of like all the consequences that would have happened if like Luke found out in the very beginning that his father was Darth Vader. But yeah, those are uh, my three. Now, now Emily, um, Kira, Admiral Holdo, and Padme Amidala. You gotta fuck one, marry one, kill one. Um, can I just pick Admiral Holdo for both fucking and marrying? There's no rules in this. You can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, because I don't, I mean, look, I know. People, people love Padman. I think that's great and awesome. Me personally, I don't have any like emotional attachment yeah. to that character. Well, that's why you'd kill her. Yeah, Akira. I don't know. It's too. It's too. I can't tell just from the ads, but um, I'm hoping I like her. But for now, she's not doing anything for me. But Holdo is amazing, and I love her. And she's also played by Laura Dern, who is achingly beautiful and just, like, a cool fucking person. And I love her character so, so much, and I'm very mad that she died. Yeah. I love Holdo. And I think she would be fun. Yeah, she would be a a fun time. Let's see. What are your what are your choices? Mm. This is hard. <sighs> um I'd probably fuck Kira. Because Amelia Clark is like fucking hot in like all of the promotional trailers and shit. She, I, yeah. Um, I would marry. Okay, this is so hard because it's like I love Holdo, but then again, it's like I love Padme, but I have to think about which one is like better to marry. Like, I almost feel like. Padme was just so like caught up in like politics that like not that she didn't like give her relationship a chance which like but at the same time like she was married to a fucking psycho and I feel like you should know you know like I I respect the decision that she married Anakin so young but at the same time I feel like she you know I know that she married him because you know like they might die anyways well fuck it but like 
killed all those sand people. I know that you want to support your significant other, but I mean, if my boyfriend like went to like a Tuscan Raider village and like killed everyone, like I would be like, okay, boy, bye. Like you killed people. No, but um, I would kill Padme and marry Holdo because I feel like she would be a good wife. She'd treat me well. Like she would, I feel like she cooks well. <laughs> she cooked me a nice, good space meal. And she like, no, no, she seems like she would be a good like interior decorator. Like she would like have like the house just like always spotless clean. And like, they'd be like cool shit in the house. And I don't know. She feel like she would be a really good wife. Not that Padme wouldn't be. But I feel like Padme is, like, so focused on politics. Not that Holdo's, like, not. I just feel like Holdo is such, like, a more, like, free-spirited person. Yeah. She'd just be, like, more fun. Like, she'd be that fun wife that'd be, like, let's go here today. Like, okay, I'm bored. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Naboo and chill, you know? But, yeah. Uh, thank you, Carlos, for the email. I hope I hope to hear from you soon. Okay, I need to fucking stop. I'm being gross. All right. Uh, do you want to read Jim's email? Sure. Got one from Jim, who writes in a lot. And this is Hi, called Chicago Celebration. Hi, Kentabite Pot. I'm so excited that Celebration is in Chicago. I wasn't planning on going, but as that's right in my backyard, I feel like I have to. I hope you do some kind of Canto Bitches meetup. <laughs> your <laughs> podcast is so much fun to listen to every Friday, and your off-the-wall topics are great. Wow, you're in for a treat this episode. Thank you. <laughs> Even if I don't always agree with you, Ezra is the bomb. I really admire your hard work and respect your thought process. <laughs> with that being said i will add that if one fucking comment about chicago style pizza being like lasagna i will burn this podcast to the fucking ground chicago style pizza is a gift from the gods themselves and it will not be besmirched there is no way they are in no way similar and i will fight people who disagree anyways keep up your great work your listener jim p.s ditto for people who put ketchup on hot dogs and that includes my kids okay well that that got really aggressive I like deep dish pizza. I'm not going to say anything bad about it. I forgot the hot dog thing. Oh, the hot, I think it's just saying like the same way that you can't besmirch Chicago style pizza. You can't put ketchup on hot dogs. But here's my thing. I won't put ketchup on like a good sausage. If I'm having like bratwurst or something, I'm not going to put ketchup on that. But hot dogs are garbage food. And I'm gonna put. You don't like hot dogs? Oh no, I like them, but they're garbage oh. food. Mm. And I'm gonna put fucking ketchup and mustard on them, because it, mm-hmm. it covers up the fucking disgusting hot dog that I'm eating. I almost feel like a really good hot dog doesn't need any condiments or anything. I don't think I've ever had a really good hot dog. I've had a really good sausage. Never had a really good hot dog. I had one once in like the seventh grade and I still think about it to this day. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I mean, a little bit of ketchup is good, but deli mustard on a hot dog is good. Costco has these like Polish hot dogs that are like so fucking good. I love Costco. Do you, do you guys, you, you know, 
I hate asking, like, if you know, like, you, you know what Costco is, Yeah, right? it's, like, one of the big, like, warehouse stores. Yeah. What other warehouse stores? Like, there's Sam's Club. Yeah. Costco. Is that, like, is that, like, the well, the more well-known one to you guys is Sam's Club? Or I don't, I mean, I know Sam's Club because that's, there's a lot of those in the Midwest. And that's where I'm from. Hmm. I would say Costco yeah, is more well-known generally. Yeah, because uh, my sister lives in Florida and she always talks about, she's like, do I want to go to Costco or Sam's Club? I'm like, they're both the fucking same. <laughs> but yeah, deep dish pizza is really good. I don't think it's like anything like lasagna because it has bread. And like lasagna is just like the, the uh, noodle and then the cheese and then like the yeah. you know i mean but, i do think it's a i mean deep dish pizza is a very different like thing it's really good though like if i want like if i say i want to go out for pizza then i'm talking about like generally like new york or detroit style or whatever like something you can ha- you can go and get a slice of like you can't go get like you can't casually eat deep dish the same way you can get a like a new york slice on the corner for two bucks when you're drunk and it's two o'clock in the morning god bless (laughs) Uh. but if i'm like going out to dinner and can get deep dish fuck yeah what are some good places in chicago to eat um i mean there's lots but again like it's been so long since i've been there yeah, people email us good places to eat. I mean, we have to, I mean, we're talking about a year, from, like almost a year from now. So I think we're okay. I'm, I'm still, you have to pre- prepare. Well, we'll go to, we'll go to Portillo's. I know. It's funny because like, I know like it's in a year in advance, but I like that we're like so big on like planning this already. Well, here's the and thing. Just- it's going to be, people are going to be planning it, like super planning it for right now because we just found out about it and then we're not going to talk about it for like six months yeah and then we're gonna be like oh yeah but we've already done just check checking on the checklist i'll be all i need to do is buy my tickets to celebration and buy the the flight tickets but it's annoying because airlines don't have like that available like so far in advance yeah but like celebration tickets go sale on the fifth yeah okay so, what are you gonna get? Like all five days? Or are you gonna do like only certain days? Or how are you gonna do it? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get all five days. Yeah, because I'd rather just like, I mean, first of all, I'd rather just have that and not like worry about it. And if like I, you know, I can't go to the first day or I can't go to the last day, it's not the big a deal, and we'll probably not be any more to to buy the one chunk than to get like four days separately yeah i don't know like i know i'm gonna get like all five day like get like the five day pass but then it's like there's that vip pass and i'm like kind of eyeing it but at the same time i don't want to do vip pass because i know that not all my friends are going to get the vip pass exactly like that's my main concern too like rusty is very like he hates waiting that poor little angel but 
you know, that's part of the experience is, you know, being with your friends and stuff. Like, I know that sleeping on floors is uncomfortable for some people. I can fucking sleep anywhere. But, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's, like, the fun of it. But at the same time, it's, like, you know, not all your friends are going to go to all, like, the panels you want to go to. So, I mean, it would be, like, interesting if, like, let's say, like, none of your friends were going to this panel and then you could be like, okay, like, we both have VIP, let's just, but I don't know. I don't know how that fucking works. I don't want to have my brain think about that at this time. Because well, so it just, I, I don't know. I'd rather take that money and put it towards something else. It's, that's true. But at the same time, it's like, you know, people ask, like, are you going to buy, like, any merch when you're there? I don't think so. I don't think I'm a big merch person. Like, I might buy, like, a shirt or something. I like those cute little Lethal cats, but I don't think they'll have those there. But, you know, maybe they'll have a new variant of Porg that I can get. Um, but, no, speaking of that, someone was very nice and tagged me in a post that uh, one of their coworkers was selling a Porg. And um, I had to decline because budgetary issues, but it was really nice. Thank you for thinking of me and your Porg purchase of Porg selling. It means a lot. But that does remind me that if I ever get the, the it was the big Forest Friday porg that they were selling. If I ever get that, I don't know where the fuck I'd put it. It's a big porg. Cute porg, but a big porg. <sighs> well, uh, thank you, Jim, for the email. Thanks for enjoying our off the rails topics. You'll like this episode of whales, <laughs> whales and uh, food combinations. So, ever wondered why a penguin's feathers are black and white? Oh, no, I don't want to find out during a daily penguin chat. Okay, so only with the DNA test can we know for sure if a penguin is male or female. The penguins, on the other hand, will figure it out on their own. That's beautiful. I hope you've enjoyed your penguin fact of the day, everyone. All right, Emily. Anything else you want to add to this uh, clusterfuck of an episode? Uh, I just, I hope everybody has a great time seeing Solo. Yeah. And, you know, send us your thoughts on it. Send us questions on it. Yeah. Let us, let us know what you think. Let us, you know, just tag us and post like you're just like. You know, ask us questions like if we post something on Twitter, just like comment with your question or something. Or, you know, email voicemails. Just do it. Yeah, you can send those to cantobitepod at gmail.com. Yeah, and, you know, you send us like top three moments in Solo or, you know, like characters in Solo that we might want to fuck, marry, or kill, you know? If you're dying to know, you know, just... Maybe our minds will be changed after Solo. You never know. But, yeah, email us. Um, Emily, where can we find you on social media? You could find me on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. That's at E-F-L-I-N-D. And you can find me on Twitter as CantoBrit and Instagram as Brittany the Ginger. But yeah, thank you everyone for listening to episode 42 of the Canto Bite Dispatch. And 
We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.